first thing I will say about this interview is that it's a huge deal that the interviewee allowed me to walk through these questions with her uh, in the first place. Um, she's my grandmother, and approaching her to discuss this topic required a lot of vulnerability from me as well because I wasn't sure what to expect, uh, not even a little bit. <laughs> I just knew that it was incredibly important for me to try to connect with her somehow around this topic. Um, she and I are on opposite ends of this political spectrum, and for most of my life, I've been afraid to talk with her about any aspect of politics, but in this interview, we do in fact find common ground in our discussion on what it means to be an American. We actually find lots of common ground. I know she has strong opinions, and I respect her right to have them, and that goes both ways, which is what paved the way to this interview in the first place. Enjoy, and thanks for joining me on this journey. First of all, I'd like to really thank you for being here, and um, I'm excited to hear hear your answers to this. We've uh, it's not an easy set of questions that we've got here, and and some things that require quite a bit of thought. So I really appreciate uh, you being willing to participate. So, um, so welcome. Uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh. So so we'll just um, start with the first question, um, which uh, just tell me a little bit about where you were born, or, um, where you grew up kind of what that was like. Okay, I was born in St. Louis, Missouri in 1930. Okay. To my mom and dad, Travis and Ellie Overton. Okay. And uh, when I was two, we moved from St. Louis yeah. to Mississippi. Yeah, yeah. Because of the Depression. Okay. The big, the big Depression. The big Depression. And anyway, so they decided to go back to Ted, Mississippi, where my dad was originally from. Mm -hmm. And it was in the middle of the Great Depression there, and all across the country at that time. Yeah. 1930s were down. Tough. You know, everybody was yeah. down. People were, and he had a good job and was not in danger of losing it, apparently, because others had already lost their jobs. And, and uh, so, but he, uh, he was an electrician for, uh, not electrician, a uh, fireman at Swifton Company in okay. East St. Louis, Illinois. Okay. And he, at night hit time, he had gone to school when he first got there and, and became an electric, studied electricity. Yeah. In the night at night school, and he went work during the day. Oh wow! Okay. So anyway, so but he told my mother uh, that uh, if we stay if we stay here, we'll starve to death. You in know. St. Louis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll stay here because of the Great Depression. Everybody was hungry and losing jobs, and it was a terrible, terrible time. Gosh, Red yeah. lines and everything. Yeah. Well, anyway, so that's how we got back in Mississippi. Wow. And I was just two, and uh, and. Uh, I grew up there. I, I lived there from the time I was two until I was sixteen, or about just, just turned seventeen yeah. when I left there. Right. So all those years I was there. Okay. Anyway, so and it was a small rural community, and life there centered around the Baptist church in a little okay. town, little country town. Yeah. And uh, there were other stores and things, all things around there. But uh huh. The school and the church were the main. Okay. Buildings there. About how many people were, were in that community, would you say? I'd say a couple hundred, probably. Okay. It's, it's a small community. So, yeah. It was just, uh, they're real close. For, yeah, uh -huh. small. Okay. And, but it was a safe place in which to grow up. It yeah. It just kind of, we walked everywhere. And, right. And I'd walk, maybe we were a mile from a little store, you know, oh, where we'd yeah. get candy and things. Sure. So everything, and we'd walk to school. Uh-huh. It, we didn't have cars. Small enough that mm -hmm. you could and uh -huh. safe. Yeah. My dad, you know, dad had car and all that, but a lot of people didn't have cars. Okay. Had horses and wagons and that okay. kind of stuff. Yeah. So anyway, that's where we 
way I grew up. And and were there were there any aspects of that? Like if you think about, you know, as an adult, you've come into an understanding, more of an understanding of what you think of as being the American way or the American life. Were there aspects of that that you feel like sort of fit into that or would reflect well, that? Well, uh, I guess I was greatly influenced uh, by the teachings there at the Little Baptist Church, uh-huh. of which we didn't belong, but sure. we, that's where we went. Sure, sure. And yeah. uh, school, everything centered yeah. around the church and the flag and uh-huh. things like that. The we were United pa- States. Yeah, yeah, patriotic. Everything was patriotic uh-huh. back then. And uh, and it just, that's where I got my grounding and, okay. and that's, his, history and everything. That's that's how you learned. That's how I learned uh, what to, uh-huh. what America means and what it stands for and the freedoms we enjoyed. Uh-huh. Of course, as I grew older, we real I realized that not everyone had the freedoms I had. Right, right, sure. Yeah. Um, what What about your your family and your parents? Like, how did how did they influence you, or did they have an influence on you in terms of your understanding of being an American? Oh, definitely, because they were they believed in you know the Constitution uh-huh. and the freedoms that we had, and yeah, and it was just instilled in us by by teachers and all the adults in my life. They it just was all around me. I never questioned anything but that. Mm-hmm. I thought everybody believed that. Uh huh. Believed believed in uh, in what? Freedom. In okay. Uh huh. Okay. Just is all the things that the Constitution teaches and represents. Okay. Safeguards, but okay. as I grew older, I realized that not everybody was enjoying the freedoms the Constitution pr- provides. Uh huh. Okay. There were like there the were Indians and the blacks and other oh. minorities. Okay. Other populations uh-huh, didn't have uh-huh. access to those rights right. the way you and I, did. I, but I didn't realize it until I got older and yeah. saw what was going on in the world. But gotcha. Okay. Okay. It. But it was just never questioned anything other than that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what would you say um, in you know in those days or or throughout the course of your life, um, you know, when we talk about uh, what it means to be American. Um, what would you say was one of your most American moments or a, a moment when you were um, really overtaken by just sincere pride for your country, sincere pride for being an American? I was about 11 when uh, the World War II broke out. Okay. And, yeah. And uh, we were, as a nation, we, we were, everybody, it, you just wouldn't believe the way everybody worked together. Uh-huh. I mean, they, we carried wagon, you know, wagons of, scrap metal and everything everything tin cans everything mm-hmm. was collected it was it was an amazing time mm-hmm. and but everybody worked yeah. toward the providing material for the soldiers and, uh-huh. for the and, war, uh, yeah. and and everything had to be the factories were converted from making washing machines and tires and all that to ammunition wow. and, and machinery and because per, we were behind other countries at that time uh-huh. they were preparing for war we weren't Okay. So we were way low on ships and everything. So we oh, had a, okay. So it took. So the women would work in the factories, and the men, everybody volunteered to a military, and every, it was a very patriotic time in various capacities. So it, that was unifying. It, it sounds was, like it was unifying. It really yeah. was. It, everybody was that I knew of just worked toward winning this war. Yeah, as one. As one, yes. Okay. And made sac- big sacrifices. Just uh-huh. and food was rationed. Everything was rationed. You couldn't get tires or. Anything you mm-hmm. got by with what you, you patched up your old things and mm-hmm. and everything it was it was amazing. Yeah, I look back and food was rationed. We had ration books where you you had to have that to buy sugar, sure. bread, it, everything was rationed. Yeah, it's hard for you to imagine that. I know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, 
But now that was a, the the entire country rallied around winning that war. Uh huh. And life changed a lot after that, you know. Right. After. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it was a okay. happy time. Right. <laughs> but hard time for many of my life. Yeah. But uh, it was just everything. I, but I learned from my teachers, my parents, and everybody around me what it meant to be united and an American at that time. Uh-huh. It was just instilled in us, in school and everywhere we went. But yeah, kind of a, kind of in an unquestioning it, sort of uh-huh. way. Yeah. Um, and, and then kind of on the flip side, what about, we, you know, we hear the word un-American thrown around quite a bit uh, uh. these days. And what about an un-American moment? In other words, uh, what that means is, you know, when you felt like what was happening flew in the face of what it means to be an American or what this country right. stands for. I was still um, under teenage, I think, when I first realized that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was probably before the war because okay. we used to play out in the pasture, you know, and we were out there one day. I think I've told you this before, but I saw a school bus go by, and it was a black, the colored school bus, uh-huh. yeah. and it was made out of wood. Uh-huh. And and I asked my mother about why don't they have why don't they have buses like we have, and she explained. She was always explaining, you know, that there was disparity there in that area and mm-hmm. that they were not treated on equal terms. And, uh-huh. and that was, and I thought, well, that's, that's not right. That's right. Yeah, right. We, we knew that wasn't right. And that was, uh, to me, that's un-American. Uh-huh. That's, that's, that was cruel. And it was hard. Yeah. And that led to a lot of bad years for them and yeah. Yeah, for a long time. Certainly. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It, and so what, what about that? scenario the people being abused and neglected and and they weren't enjoying the freedoms that i was enjoying okay and 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 i knew that and i learned this i'm sure from my mother yeah and and about corrupt politicians and yeah things like that advanced things like that right and uh, of course there was a lot of prejudice back then too yeah definitely that i grew up around yeah right that was always around so you so so basically uh you know sort of Im- this this implies that for you being an American part of that means equality for all I, I, equal I access to I certainly do I, yeah. I, I do I believe that with all my heart yeah okay yeah just and and political agendas that that further that as opposed to and I've seen um, I've seen dirty politics too right. in action down, right yeah in certain parts of that country definitely in this country, yeah, yeah for yes. sure yeah okay yes. um and so what would you say, you know, we've talked a little bit about your experiences as a teenager and some of those eye-opening moments, you know, in terms of learning what it means to be an American and seeing things that, as I said earlier, the wording flew in the face of that, you know. Yes. Um, what does being an American mean to you now, would you say? Well, I'm, I'm still grateful that I'm an American now. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I think it's the best country in the world. Uh-huh. Because everyone flocks here because they want freedom. Mm-hmm. And the new new. People that are joining this nation and taking you and know, going through the proper processes, uh-huh. and I've Get citizenship. To, uh-huh. and, and I've yeah. talked to people who witnessed that sure. and said that there are tears of gratitude, oh, yeah. and just such happiness, mm-hmm. and they say now we can do what we want to do and eat what we want to eat and buy what we want to buy, and it's yeah. just freedom, yeah. that kind of freedom, and yeah, and um, but uh, so when we t- when we talk about freedom, I was actually going to ask you so. You you think in terms of freedom, you would define that as what you just said. Yes. Then ability to be able to vote to be okay, able to, to vote. vote. I remember yeah. when you know women couldn't oh, even yeah. vote. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a little bit before my time. Sure. A little bit, but 
but but there are certain people that were denied to vote. When uh-huh. I was growing up, I saw that. Yeah. The blacks were not allowed to vote. Right. Okay. And uh, that that was terrible to me too. Right. Sure. And, uh, so being able to vote, being able to buy buy the things you want to buy, do yeah. what you want to do, and jobs were not available to certain people. Okay. I so saw that. Be able to. Yeah. I, I saw that. Okay. All right. With my own eyes. Yeah. And. Uh, course it made me think a lot less of the people around me that were practicing those things because sure because my mother well it was instilled by my teachers and my parents that right is right and right wrong is wrong wrong is wrong no yeah. matter who's doing it. yeah right and I had rights that other people didn't have yeah yeah and, uh, and you could see how but that I'm was still glad I live in America because sure. I still think it's good but and I just wish my children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren could grow up in the kind of even back in you know I'm Almost ninety, mm-hmm. and uh, I had freedoms that uh, and experiences open to me that my grandchildren will never know about the freedom. Like they can, I could go just anywhere I wanted to and be safe. And uh-huh. my, our children now can't walk the streets or play in certain areas without being grabbed or kidnapped, or it's not safe. Right. I, mean, I had safety that they don't have now. Yeah, yeah. And I they'll would... never know. They'll never know that kind of right. Thing. And that's sad. Uh huh. Not to have that kind of, yeah. as you say, freedom. Safe and safety. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so that kind of ties into a follow-up question to that. So, you know, we talk about what it, being an American means to you now. What what should it mean to be an American? Well, I go back to the Constitution. Okay. It, it, I think it provides a lot of things that we don't have now, really. Yeah. And okay. I'd like to see us go back to the Constitution. Like, like what? Is there like, something in, in your mind? or? Well, a lot of things have been even changed through the Supreme Court. Okay. That they have changed the Constitution themselves. Okay. And that's, they're not supposed to. They're supposed to follow the, the guidelines of the Constitution. Mm-hmm. And those things, a lot of those have changed. And we've lost a lot of freedoms we had, really. Okay. That the Constitution does provide. And... Uh, I'd like to see us go back to more of that. Okay. You know, because I'm a constitutionalist. Uh-huh. And, and we have, it's, it's a wonderful instru- uh, instrument. Mm-hmm. And are, there, are there specific aspects that, that you feel, you know, in terms of re- reverting to the original sort of interpretation? Are there specific things no, that come to mind? No, I just can't think right now. But okay. I just, but I, I know that there, it, it's changed. Yeah. yeah, okay. But if I read it and you'd see that we're not, uh-huh. Followed those rules exactly anymore. Yeah. Well, I remember when I was a kid, we had to memorize parts of it. Lots of yes, um, uh-huh. and recite parts of it uh-huh. in uh, right. different classes. Uh-huh. Um, that was. I don't believe that's being taught now in schools as much. Yeah. As it used to be. Yeah, maybe not. Mm-mm. Or taught taught very differently anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, so, um, kind of switching gears a little bit. Yes. Um, what are what are some things? Are there are there things about what's what's happening now uh, that make you afraid for America? Yes, the the lack of uh, one thing that bothers me a lot is um, the lack of civility. Okay. In in like this instance we yeah. heard about the other day about rudeness and oh yeah and, and you know just everybody's feelings and tempers on edge and sort of off the cuff just yes. that's the default response is rudeness. Yes, rudeness. Yeah. Uh huh. And. We used to, maybe it's the way I was brought up, but we used to be more polite than people are now. Okay. And kind and, and yeah. uh, 
I'll let you have your opinions and I'll have mine and we can agree to disagree agree to disagree yeah Yeah. love each other anyway yeah and and I'd like to see more of that really yeah and uh, but yeah well I think that's lacking that's one that's one thing yeah but I'm sure there are a lot of more things that are equally as disappointing Uh uh-huh but just but just being able to carry on a conversation with somebody who has a it's civility a different right different take or a different uh-huh. you know yeah and uh, I think we've grown far apart in many areas. you know what I mean yeah far apart yeah well and and uh, I mean labels right right well just as we were saying earlier yeah. you know you you hear you hear that a person aligns with a certain viewpoint or a certain religion that's exa- or that's, something that's and exactly. immediately they're they're written we're, off yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I find myself bristling too. And oh, I think me I don't too. like I don't me like too. that. No, me too. I, I don't I like think it. I think and it's sad. Yeah. I think everyone does it. Um, I don't like a lot a lot of I, I like think it. it's the exception when someone doesn't respond that way and um yeah, like, and that's the whole sort of the basis and I think, of like this. I was telling about David can yeah. respond and stay calm and I think yeah. I envy that. Yeah. I, yeah. He does. Well you know, he he doesn't doesn't, He's always doesn't been that get rattled. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wish I had more of a disposition like that. Mm-hmm. Just uh, yeah, <laughs> smooth and, yeah. and just unruffled. He's just collected. Yeah, <laughs> maddeningly so. Yeah, <laughs> being his kid, I can say you're like, come on, come on, get right, get right, react. Up. Yeah. <laughs> he just won't give you the satisfaction. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, but but yeah, I, I think I, I mean, I I would agree with that. I know I'm the one interviewing here, but but I think. I think that, you know, it, it is impossible for everyone to have the same opinion about all things, but it is possible for us to be respectful about differences. Yes, yes. Um, and, and even if, and I, you know. And you, and you seem to have that ability. Well, I think that's a, sur- that's a survival characteristic these days because, you, you know. Apparently you practice it, and yeah, I appreciate it. And I appreciate that quality. It has to be. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah. That's, that's respect. You can Re- still that's a good term. Respect for each other's thoughts mm-hmm. and beliefs and differences and differences. Yes, so. I love that. You, yeah, it's got to be. Um, so, what would you say on the flip side? What would you say make you makes you feel um, hopeful for America? Mm, that's a hard one. Now, <laughs> that's a hard <laughs> one. Uh, there's a lot of ifs there. If we would do this, and if I would do this, and if uh, a lot of things have to happen before well, we can have that peace. Peaceful I, but uh, but yeah. I think those ifs are important because that's sort of the the tipping point, right? You know, like if if such and such, in your opinion, you know, if such and such could happen, um, there's there's hope there. There's you know that's that's the path to a better way of life or something or a path out of oh, I such I, division. I wish you know? I knew the answer to that. I yeah. wish with all my heart I knew the answer to that. Yeah. I don't know what it's going to take to bring us closer together as yeah. a people. Yeah. Are there because we're divided? Are there aspects of you know what you see in your day to day, or aspects of your interactions with people that make you feel inspired or make you feel hopeful. Just even thinking small scale, not thinking, you know, politics like what we see on the large scale oh, on a yeah. macrocosmic screen. Yeah, you yeah. know, um, well, it begins in in just our daily uh, interactions with other people. Yeah, uh, yeah, just yeah. out in public at the grocery store, just and the drops shopping, in the bucket, and, and on the on the traveling on the road. Yep, just little. Personal kindnesses yeah. and, and respect for each other mm-hmm. and each other's opinions. Mm-hmm. That that's got to begin there. It's got yeah. to begin there. 
Uh, well, and I kind of in that same vein, I've kind of had the thought that, you know, I think anymore, at least in my experiences, I could say, let's talk about it that way. Um, yes, what? You know, when, when, when I have an interaction with someone who has a different uh, uh, sort of political perspective mm-hmm. or a different viewpoint on a certain issue even, like even more sort of granular, um, I, think, I think one really big step forward is, is to, to let on that, because any, you know, I, I feel like a lot of people just either avoid talking about it or avoid that person entirely if there's a difference there or, you know, yeah. I mean, that, that seems to be more, or, or there's outright confrontation, but I think a drop in the bucket is in the, in the positive direction is, you know, can you acknowledge that there's a difference there and still carry on a conversation and be respectful and both, both parties walk away feeling still like, friends. feeling, yeah, still, still feeling, friends. you know, amicable and, 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 and having having admitted that there's a difference there and still respecting and the that's a hard one. and that's a hard you know one. like but well, I, I feel like that's that's a step in the right direction yes you know and that's hard mm-hmm. yeah oh very and that's sure. hard to do but but it's I, a big person to do that but I but I think you know inherent there is sort of this respect that we we are each as part of those freedoms that we were talking about given the right to choose, Whatever, to believe what we want to believe. Whatever our beliefs are and, and to, you know, as long as we're not... Don't try to force someone right. else. You can't force someone else to believe what you believe. No. But you can you know, live the kind uh, of life that you will set that example. Yeah. And yeah. And, and win them over that way. Right. Yeah. If, yeah. If, if you, you know, just, if, if that's the objective, but, but even just, um, yeah, I, I think the, um, just the... Show them by example. Re- respect for differences and, and what that what that looks like in, in terms of an actionable kind mm-hmm. of uh, approach is is someone shares a viewpoint that you know if it's if they share it respectfully, right? Um, I agree. And and you choose not to bristle in the moment, even though that may be really off putting. Whatever it is they're sharing, that's a step forward. You know, just those little those little moments. Um, and yeah. and uh, and everybody's got something to bristle about. <laughs> Well, well, yeah, and, and we're influenced by many things. Oh, yeah. Many, many things and yeah. experiences and things we've heard. and Right. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Be careful what we listen to. Yeah, what, what the influences yeah. that we're allowing yeah. in. Um, so what are, what are some values or aspects of American life that you feel we absolutely need to preserve? You know, if you think back on some of the things that you value about your own life experience that... What, what are some things that that we should be sure to carry forward, be sure that future generations are able to enjoy? Our good traditions yeah. that we... Good, godly cr- cr- traditions uh-huh. that uh, are positive and good mm-hmm. and American. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, and, like what's an example of one of those, would you say? Um, just godly living, just every day, every, just in all instances. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it covers everything we've discussed, really. Uh huh. So when you and when you say godly living, just for people that may not have a familiarity with that, um, yeah. what what do you what do you mean by that? Well, like like you like you and Brett uh, helping this homeless guy mm-hmm. and giving him a home and and reaching out to other people and uh-huh. extending friendships and uh-huh. helping hand and yeah and uh, 
okay. respecting their rights and seeing that they, they get their rights. Yeah. And uh, helping helping living. others get access to yeah, to yes, and not just yeah, living yeah. for myself. Okay. And uh, feathering my own little nest. Okay. And uh, that's a good explanation. Okay. Yeah. Um, and and so you know if we think about the status quo today being what it is, um, and, and sort of the, the vision for, for kind of, uh, the, the direction that we might like to go, you know, how, how, how should we change? Um, each individual has to, uh, beginning with me, beginning, yeah, with, yeah beginning with, beginning with, right. with me <laughs> on an individual level, on the individual yeah. level, we've got to go back to good habits and good traditions and good, uh-huh. Kind of what you were talking about, right? Like the, uh-huh. you know, the the day to day acts of kindness and yeah, and, uh, yeah, okay, okay. And what do you think that you do um, every day or on a regular basis to kind of um, to support your uh, the way that you think a person should live uh, or can live in in America as an American? Doing too well. <laughs> well, you've I've been you've tired. had an injury and you've been a little bit laid up, so that's that's a little different. But but um, but I have kind of become a recluse. Yeah, and that's not good. Yeah. I I've, I don't take part in things like I used to do, uh-huh. and I miss I miss all of that. But, yeah, but uh, so I feel like I'm not really con- contributing anything positive at this time in my life, and mm-hmm. and I I don't like that because. Yeah. Because these are the years I should be having a more positive effect than I've had. But, mm-hmm. but, well, uh, now, but since your visit here now today and <laughs> this week, I feel encouraged to get back in life stream. A little inspired. Again. Yeah, I feel. Well, I, I think it's hills I and valleys. In, well, I've know. been in, I've been in some valleys, and I, yeah. But I'm not. That's not a good answer. Yeah. But. Uh, well, you know, my. There are I, things I could be doing. Right. Well, and I, but I think, I think too, you know, whatever, whatever the best is, whatever a person's best is, you know, just, and, and that changes by the day, you know, well, it, you, it you got a concussion two and a half weeks ago. So the thing that you needed to be doing was sitting in your recliner recovering from yeah, that, just well, what you've been doing, you know, yeah, and, and that's, that, that yeah. would look different for me, you know, like I, right. I'm in a different position. Yeah, and so don't. everyone has you got does, the whole world ahead of does, you, honey. <laughs> does the best they can with what they've got to work with, you know. But but I, um, I need to get out of my slump and yeah. get back to civilization again and yeah, start living again. Sure. Well, yeah. Take take advantage of it while you got it. Um, and so, is there anything that you would like to say to um, your your fellow Americans about kind of some of the things we've been talking about? Words of encouragement or let's, words. Let's let's get this thing back on the road again. Let's <laughs> let's let's, let's get, get back to good the good old days and love each other. Get, get back yeah. on track. Get back on track and yeah. and treat everybody better mm-hmm. and give them their freedoms and don't expect everybody to be like me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just give them the. I need to. We need to give each other the right to be who we are. Yeah, and not try to shape them into our little. Square, yeah, right, sure, okay, and I think that's what we are. We, we tend to do that, yeah. Oh, we sure. We want everybody to think like we think, and sure, or and even that, assume that they do. Yeah, or, or 
or try to force him to really yeah we think if you don't act like I do or think like I think I don't want to see you or yeah. be with you and and yeah. that's and that's wrong yeah very wrong mm-hmm. I think too many of us are doing that mm-hmm. yeah it's it's a uh, it that itself is isolating yes it is it you is know? and it's separate it separates us mm-hmm. oh definitely um, is there anything that you would like to say to the global community? So thinking beyond those of us here in America, uh, but anyone big. else? <laughs> the world's a big place. <laughs> the world is a big place, yeah. Christy. It oh is. Oh my gosh. It is. The world. Oh, mm-hmm. to have peace. Wouldn't it be wonderful? Mm-hmm. All the nations and stop wanting to attack each other and us to the other. and. Mm-hmm. Troubled world is out there, isn't it? It is. Well, anything else you'd like to add? No, no. I, I wish I could have done better. But no, you did great. These are tough questions. So they are. It's, yeah. It's they're tough, and, and probably in about fifteen minutes, you're going to think of something you wish you had oh, said. Oh, I, I will. I will. I've got. <laughs> and duh, that's the way it always duh, goes. Duh. So, that's but that's all right. So I, I really appreciate your time and appreciate your, uh, you know, being willing to participate because it's that's a big ask. I appreciate your patience. Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) Granddaughter.